0: anthem music. So, hey, good people, this is Jay-Z bringing you your dose of the midweek muscle. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or whenever you're deciding to listen into this cast. Number one, I thank you. Number two, welcome. Um, This podcast was created to give you a little peaceful, positive perspective to help power through whatever those obstacles are that are standing in your way. And so, thank you. Thank you for joining. Um, but I have a quick question. I wish we had anthem music, right? Have y'all ever heard, do y'all like Will Smith? How y'all, like, I know he's a little bit like 90s, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. It's not officially summer until you hear that song. No. no. Ooh. ooh. I, right. um, well, I, I can say that I'm a Will Smith fan. I like Will Smith. I like, you know, I like seven pounds. I like, shoot all Will Smith movies. The only one I wasn't like a super huge fan of was like Hancock. Mm, I just didn't really get it, you know, but Pursuit of Happiness, like, ugh, oh my, G, OMG, talk about Tear Jerker. Um, that's one of like my favorite movies. Um, I don't know. Like there's a lot of stuff that I just appreciate from Will Smith. Just do. But, um, anyways, he had the song, um, excuse me. It's called Just the Two of Us. He made it when his like oldest son or like Jaden Smith was like a baby. Uh, but if you've never heard of it, check it out because I think it's the sweetest song ever. Uh, but there are some lyrics that I'm just holding on to, especially during this time in my life. And it is, um, the lyrics are this throughout life. People will make you mad, disrespect you and treat you bad. Let God deal with the things they do, because hate in your heart will consume you too. Always say the truth. Say your prayers, hold doors, pull out chairs, easy on the swears. Uh and then it goes on, right? And I'm just like, oh, first of all, like the Olympics are in two days, y'all. That you can barely contain my excitement. Okay. Um, but I think those lyrics are super fine. <laughs> <laughs> and I may be a little extra right now and that's okay. Y'all can feel the energy, but I think those lyrics are just straight fire. And, uh, so speaking of people, right? Because that, that's, the that's the, the, the topic, right? The big idea of the de- of the week is that speaking of people, you like, y'all want to know one of the most difficult things to do in life is it, to try to work with people. Like, Working with people is a difficult thing to do, especially because right now people are quick to cancel your butt. Even if you slightly offend, even if you didn't mean it, let alone the ones that will continue to share ruthless thoughts and opinions and don't care if they offend because it's about me, only me, and if you don't like me, then get over it sort of mentality, you know? Um, and so when it comes down to other people, it's, it's emotional (laughs) to kind of deal with other people. Like the song said, like people will make you mad. (laughs) And a lot of the times the people that will make you mad are, are people that are close to you, uh, because there's just certain things you wouldn't tolerate from people that you don't know. Um, and so, I have a question did y'all know we have eight big emotions did you know that is that new for you because i i mean it's kind of new for me like we have eight hey. so um let's break them down we have anger sadness disgust jealousy fear shame happiness and love Now, why do we call them big? Well, because when they are in the driver's seat of your decision making, when they're the drivers of your decision making, they can lead to terrible results. so go ahead, I know, I know you're thinking about it. How can that happen with love that's a That's a good thing, right? Yeah, love is amazing, like absolutely. however. If love or the feeling of love is driving your decision making, you can stay involved for too long or commit to things that lock you into the relationship faster than you desire to. Okay, okay. are you catching my drift? No, no, you still like, I don't get it still. Okay, so calm down, calm down. Have you ever met a couple that started dating and before you knew it, wham. They're living together, they got a puppy, they got all shared expenses, just to later find out that things weren't so happy in paradise. Arguments do happen in, in very healthy relationships, so I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that you can you can drift into things a little too quickly when Love is driving the decision making. The feeling of love is driving the decision making. I'll say that. So you're probably like, yeah, so? Like, yeah, I've seen that happen, so what? Okay. If happiness, let's, let's use a different example, right? Because you're not feeling me on the love. Okay, cool, that's cool, I'll take that. So if happiness is in the driver's seat, key word, driver's seat of the decision-making, we can impulsively try to chase that high of happiness no matter the means. Catch the drift there? And so I think we can all think of extremes. of What can happen when those other emotions are driving our decisions? However, there is one that I think is often misunderstood and very volatile, although his actions may not say so. And that's anger. Anger is huge, y'all. Anger is huge. And we'll literally have someone melt down, like incriminating themselves for something they didn't even do. Like that's how much anger can overtake someone. Um, however, anger is one of those emotions that can be destructive, like physically destroying things or verbally casting something or someone down. Because the root of what's driving this emotion is really sadness. Like someone's offended you in some way that's made you sad, but what shows up ends up being anger. And, and, and that sadness is really that idea of it, it's sad because I deserved better. I'm sad because I feel or felt disrespected in front of you or in front of all those people sad because I felt betrayed by something that I asked you to hold close and the list can go on right and that's why I think those Will Smith lyrics are fire because it is so true you could be having the best day of your life and then bam someone makes a decision that impacts your whole mood in a way that makes you feel so small and so you have to take your time with that good people but like last week You have to face it. See, being angry and telling someone how it is is not really going to solve the issue Um, because you're just saying it on your terms. Nobody else's terms matter, right? Uh, But facing that ugly truth of what happens first requires you and the other person to step away for a minute actually 30 let's be let's be accurate here actually step away for 30 minutes right give your give your brain time to calm down there's science of something that happens in the brain when you're angry and I won't get into that today maybe I can break that down next week or something because it's really interesting but essentially your brain is flooded with so many chemicals that literally you think the thinking part of your brain just completely goes offline and so the only thing that is there functioning is fight or flight. And so again, it it requires you to actually step away for half an hour, but no more than a whole day. Why? Because you have to face it. You have to talk about it. If not, it gets brushed under the rug. And if things get brushed under the rug, but you knew they pissed you off, but they get brushed under the rug and nobody ever talks about it is bound to get violated again. And so now what was just a normal issue because somebody didn't know is now becoming a hidden issue because you ain't say nothing about it. You, 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 you catch my drift? So uncomfortable conversations are incredibly difficult. Good people, I know it. You know, you feel it happening. You get butterflies in your stomach. You want to pass out, maybe throw up. You want to sweat, cry, whatever. Um, but trust me, that truth will stay ugly until you work to confront it by acknowledging how it made you feel, stating when and where it happened, and how it affected you. However, it has to be done when you're not operating from that angry space. And that's why I said before, if these emotions are in the driver's seat versus the passenger seat, like if love is in the driver's seat, if happiness is in the driver's seat, if disgust is in the driver's seat, if sadness is in the driver's seat, if anger is in the driver's seat, if jealousy is in the driver's seat, they will lead you to decisions and outcomes that are absolutely terrible. They're great signs to let you know, like, hey, something's up, something ain't right. But they are terrible when it comes down, when it comes time to actually making a decision that is healthy and positive. So again, when people make you mad, they either knew it and meant to do it or they didn't know when you have to tell them. But not before you've taken time to like settle down. So you can talk about when and where it happened, how it affected you. Good people, I know that like some of the times when I'm talking, seems like how does this relate to entrepreneurship? How does this relate to chasing my dreams? How does this relate to any, anything positive that I want to do for myself? And again, like I said last week, we are people. Before we chase dreams, we are people first. And if I'm not acknowledging the space that I am before I set out to deal with other people, guess what? your energy introduces you before you even speak. And so you have to be mindful of like, hey, what, where am I? Where where am I emotionally before I start my day? If I'm asking other people to do a job for me, whether it's for a corporation or for my own, then how am I presenting that? How am I coming, if it, is it, you know, it's one thing to just get the mandate and you just gotta do it because that's what the big boss says you gotta do. But again, even I can impact the delivery. Even I can impact how I ask about how someone else is doing because it's not just about me and the million and one things in my head, but the million and one things in their head too. You know, not to mention we're in a whole pandemic still, even though things are opening up and COVID cases are spiking in low inoculation areas like is getting pretty intense. Like I think, uh, even though the Olympics are set to take place, um, it's not been a great story for uh, COVID rates in Japan. So we'll see how that goes, I don't know. Um, and And I also want to acknowledge that it's okay to have these emotions. Right? (laughs) That's what makes us us. These emotions tell us like, hey, something is different. Something's up, something's changed within me and I'm responding to something that is happening outside of me. So when these emotions arise, when something happens, it shows, it just simply shows that you care. How does jealousy show that I care? Because I care how I'm being treated. I care how people are responding to me. I care to do as well as they're doing. I care. It's when you're apathetic is when it's a little scarier, like what what else is going on. And so it's okay to have all of those emotions, many of them in one day, it's okay. We just have to check ourselves on how we work to demonstrate those emotions. And I know that's a lot of discipline. It's a lot of discipline. It takes a lot of effort to do that. But on on a path to personal growth and and chasing the things that we love and hoping to do better every single day, um, we're always in this thing called life with ourselves. I mean, and other people too. Um, And if I'm not checking in on myself because of myself, then it'd be difficult to get a true pulse of how i'm really doing Um, if i wait for other people to check in i may be disappointed Um, if i wait for others to to know how to approach me or to work with me i might be disgusted so i have to check in on myself to make sure that i am okay before i set out to demand or ask others to do something for me, or to do something with me, or to do something around me, or to be a part of a cause, or to be a part of a volunteering campaign, or to give money, or to show support, or to lend a helping hand. And we can expect those from strangers, but it doesn't happen all the time. And so again, I just ask you good people, stay encouraged, check in with yourselves, daily if you can but if you're not in the habit of doing that then let's start creating one when can you check in on yourselves daily maybe it's every day um if not every day then maybe i check in with myself a couple times a week maybe once a week but please try to do it more often than that because if i can identify how i'm starting my day then i can understand how i'm setting myself up to maneuver throughout the day you guys are lovable you guys are valuable you are super important and you matter and i and i get that from some of my colleagues who are out here in the field working with youth working with families working with kids working like working with um, patients and clients with mental health and these things all are truths no matter how you feel And so I thank you good people for joining me again this week. I appreciate your effort. I appreciate your patience and I appreciate your grace as I continue to navigate my difficult truths with you. Thank you so much. I love you. If you haven't heard it, I thank you for being here. Please share this word with a friend or two, a message or two. If somebody needs it, please send the love. That's the best way to send love is, Hey, I'm checking on you. I think you would like this. And I really appreciate that effort and energy that you put behind it. And, as always, let's go out there. Let's let's make sure we're checking in on ourselves, please. Pretty, pretty, please. And I'll meet you back here next week. By the next time you talk to me, I'm talking all Olympics, Pow! Like I cannot wait, good people. I cannot flipping and wait. And um, again, meet, meet you back here this time next week. And until then, let's make it a great week. And as always, let's go.